Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets World. And today we have another special guest. And his name is Mr. Matt, or Matt Shaw. Hello, hello. Can you introduce yourself, please? Yes, well, uh, hello to everyone in podcast land. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this for a long, long time. I listen to podcasts a lot. And uh, this is one of my new favorites, listening to Ariel <laughs> talk to people. So thanks for having me on. You're welcome. No problem. Uh, yeah, I am a musician from Pensacola, Florida. I live in Ocean Springs now. Um, I've been a musician for about 20, 25 years altogether, off and on. And um, played lots of stuff and had lots of fun throughout the years. Um, how did you become a, mu a musician? Well, when I was young, um, I started playing with friends in about the sixth grade. After practicing my instrument for a long, long time, getting good enough to play with other people around my age. And um, from there, I just played in bands whenever I could and getting shows which we call gigs in the industry <laughs> and so when you say oh i've got a gig on saturday that just means i'm playing a show on saturday but um yeah i played in bands in high school and college and then i just uh, stayed good enough at my craft to um play for anybody who needed somebody to play for them hmm. well that's interesting mm -hmm. it's been lots of fun um what instrument do you play? Well, I've been playing the bass professionally for about 10 years now. I like the bass. Yeah, it's fun. It has all the uh, low notes. The boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and so, but uh, I got my first guitar at 11, and uh, that's what kind of started me off. I had a few piano lessons when I was like five, six-ish, and... Um, but when I got my first guitar, that's when I really started to love music and want to play music. And um, at 13, I bought my first bass and uh, kind of fiddled around with it, but never got really good until I was about 18. And from then on, um, it just seemed like every band needed a bass player. And that's what I've been doing for quite a while. Well, I have a tongue drum right here, and uh, that's the intro. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> sounds real pretty yeah it sounds pretty when you're not like by a microphone <laughs> yeah it probably sounds better if you know songs that's true <laughs> but i mean it seems like you have enough notes on that thing to make a song or make a chord which is three two or more notes played at the same time you know and so two, three, or more notes make a chord. And so your intro is a very nice chord that you make. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, do you sing? I do sing. I grew up uh, singing in the church choir, and so sang a lot. And in bands that I've been in, I've been the lead singer, which is the guy who sings the most. But uh, lately, um, I've really enjoyed singing harmonies. Do you know what harmonies are? No. Okay, harmonies are the notes or pitches of uh, what you sing that is on top of the melody or complements the main thing that is being sung by the lead singer. 
So okay. I find that really fun to do because it makes the song sound better and it's a little bit challenging and, um, you know, I only have to sing when I want to sing hmm. when I think it sounds good to me. What kind of songs do you sing, though? Well, um, sing all kinds of songs. Sing um, soul songs and country songs and pop songs and funky songs. I like to sing all kinds of stuff. What is your most embarrassing moment? Well, on stage, my most embarrassing moment was this one time I was called up on stage. It wasn't (laughs) even my gig, Uh, but somebody I knew saw me in the audience and brought me up on stage to play bass for a couple songs. And um, he had what you call is a volume pedal. And so when you want no sound to go out into the audience, then you put your volume pedal down. And so I didn't realize that his volume pedal was down. And so I played two whole songs in front of all these people and no bass sound was going out into the audience. And when I realized what was going on, that was pretty embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a funny, embarrassing, not like, like, ooh, he pooped his pants. <laughs> Embarrassing. No, I haven't done that on stage yet. <laughs> yet? Yeah. Well, you never know. Lots of stuff happens on stage. Like, I've made lots of mistakes on stage. Really? Yeah, just playing the wrong note or, you know, doing a dance move that might not be so cool at some time or, you know, not knowing what song we're going to play and missing an intro or something like that that I'm supposed to be playing on. Mistakes happen all the time on stage. Do you, do you have any other job? Yes, I've had uh, day jobs. Um, I used to work at a Chinese restaurant in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shanghai. And um, now I substitute teach and I do all kinds of stuff. Wait, in our last video, Miss Brandy uh, substitutes. Yes, that's sometimes. right. Yeah, so um, being a musician, sometimes you have lots of gigs, and sometimes you don't have lots of gigs. Wow. And so um, sometimes, you know, there's money coming in, and you can support yourself with just playing music, and that's a lot of fun. I did that for about uh, eight years. Wow. But sometimes things happen, like uh, COVID, and that uh, kind of shut down the music scene around here for a while, and so had to find other work. What is your favorite song? To play? Mm. Or like uh, to sing or play, mm-hmm. or like, um, um, or like just to listen to. Okay, well... I like to listen to a lot of music, a lot of different kinds of music. I think it's good as a listener as well as a player to be well-rounded as, um, in terms of what you listen to. And so if you just listen to one kind of music, then you're pretty much only learning one style or one genre of playing. And so I tried for a, a really long time to listen to as many kinds of uh, music as I can. So funky, jazzy. Country? Pop, pop, yeah, country too. You can learn a lot from um, playing and listening to country. But um, basically my rule for playing or listening 
um, in terms of what I like to do is as long as the song has a groove and I can kind of bop my head to it, no matter how slow it is or how fast it is, uh, that's what I like. So in terms of listening, there's this kind of slower, soulful song called Hey Laura by George Porter that I kind of like right now. And um, in terms of playing, just because it's kind of new to me and the band I'm in right now, um, it's About That Time by Lizzo. Uh -huh. So that's got a really cool bass thing. And um, also I like to play stuff that has little, um, I guess you could say areas in the song that allows me to bring a little bit of my personality and my own personal music style out. And so if there's something where there's like a little bit of a bass solo or something where you can just incorporate um, not playing exactly what other people play all the time, and you can say, well, I love what they played in the song, but I kind of like how this sounds a little bit better, or it works better for me in the way that my hands move or my voice sounds and stuff. And so, yeah. Last question. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have any hobbies? Hobbies? Yeah. I like to uh, cook a lot. And um, I like to play with my kids. And I like to hang out with you and talk <laughs> to you. And um, yeah, cooking is a big one, though. Um, what do you cook? Well, I cook all kinds of stuff. Kind of like being a well-rounded musician. You have to listen to a lot of different kinds of music. To be a good cook, you have to cook a lot of different type of stuff. And so, like, what's your favorite type of food? Uh, the fried uh, things that you get at, like, a buffet. Like, all you can eat buffet, and they're, like, uh, fried dumplings. Oh, those are cool. I yeah. love those. Yeah, so those are, uh, like, so those dumplings are, uh, Asian, you know, oh, they really? kinda, yeah, they kind of started off in Asia, and even though you can put anything that you want into a dumpling, uh, they come from Asia, and so if you only cook, you know, um, let's just say like a Latin or Mexican cooking, and you don't know much about Asian cooking, mm -hmm. then you kind of only know how to cook one style, so I try to cook a lot of different styles, but I like Asian a lot takes me back to the day job I used to have. Hmm. Uh, okay. Well, that's all the questions that I have. Mm -hmm. But do you have any questions? Well, um, what's your favorite type of music to listen to? Country. Country? Okay. Do you know what the bass sounds like in country music? A guitar. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a kind of guitar, actually. Like, um, the bass used to be more like a big violin, mm -hmm. you know, and that's how the bass started in classical music and then uh, in jazz also. And, uh, but eventually, the people that made guitars thought, hey, we can make a bass that's like a guitar, shaped like a guitar, make it lighter so that people don't have to carry around these huge instruments. <laughs> and uh, that's what kind of started it out uh, doing that in country bass. Uh, has a big uh, influence on that. Um, any more questions before we end the show? Hmm. 
Well, I don't have any more questions, but I've got a fun fact for you. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. So I used to be a massage therapist. That was one of my old day jobs that I used to have when I still had to work another job besides just being a musician. And there's this thing called musical therapy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that is? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, um, it's a job where you work with people using music to kind of make their situation better. And so if they have like a disability or maybe they're feeling sad all the time, or um, maybe they just need to improve on some cognitive or some brain skills that they need to work on. You can use music to help them with that. Huh. Yeah, and so I've seen people go to hospitals and they kind of hand like drums and little kind of instruments that you would have in your mm -hmm. kid classroom and you know, they'll make beats and stuff like that or just make a song or something that they can follow to. And so um, the fun fact is that with musical therapy, there might be somebody with a disability where they cannot speak. They can't speak words, but um, they can sing and they can sing lyrics. How? Um, I don't know exactly how it works, but um, it's just a fun, cool thing that, you know, people that might not be able to do certain things can use music to express themselves or do skills because a different part of the brain is accessed hmm. and like um, I just thought of this here's another fun fact music and cooking are basically some of the few activities that uses both sides of your brain and so you have an artistic side of the brain basically and a scientific literal side to your brain and cooking and music you have to know stuff which is the literal side you have to have skills but you also use your artistic side to express yourself and cooking does the same thing right mm -hmm. and so I always thought that was cool and um, yeah back to musical therapy um, there are some people that like they might not know how to open a door or do something very simple but if you set them down at a piano mm -hmm. or um, an instrument like that, then they can play the most complex, classical or otherwise, Whoa. types of music. That's cool. Yeah, right? And there are some people that see music in colors. And so the brain is a very interesting thing. And so you can use musical therapy to help people. Yeah. Plus, don't you feel happier when you uh, listen to some music. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're sad, maybe it helps you feel better or just helps you get over that sadness, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, so even that is musical therapy. And in that respect, I think everybody uses musical therapy hm. all over the world. That's cool. Totally. All right, well, we're going to uh, sign off. And th this was Girl Meets World with... Mr. Matt, thank you so much for having me, Ariel. You're welcome. All right, well, we're going to sign off right now. Bye. Take it easy, y'all.